with WYOY in New York. I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. And our top story this morning is the crash of Egypt Air 804 over the Mediterranean early yesterday morning. It's the third flight to be lost, destroyed, or hijacked on its way into or out of Egypt in less than a year. And while little is known about the crash at this time, at least we all know why the cheapest route to London on kayak involves a 10-hour layover in Cairo. In slightly less depressing air travel news, a judge ruled that a former JetBlue pilot fired for flying while drunk can resume drinking since he's, quote, not an alcoholic now. Although observers agreed a better reason might be because he's not a pilot now either. In national travel news, Bloomberg reported this week that the TSA saw a tenfold jump in the number of traveler complaints this March, an astonishing increase in the number of people who think the TSA gives a damn about their adorable little complaints. Speaking of torturous experiences that never seem to end, de facto GOP presidential nominee Donald Trump told the Associated Press this week that he will never release his tax returns, breaking with half a century of presidential tradition. Pressed for an explanation on his hardline stance, Trump immediately abandoned his hardline stance, telling reporters that of course he would release his tax returns, but only once an audit by the IRS is complete, and after he's had the opportunity to change his mind at least three and up to seven more times. Candidate Trump did release a 104-page FEC filing claiming that his net worth is nearly $10 billion, a number disputed by most people with a passing familiarity with math. Asked to explain how he reached a figure like that, Trump bragged that this filing was the longest of its kind, a feat made even more impressive by the tiny childlike hands he used to write it. Trump also chastised Democratic candidate Bernie Sanders for seeking an extension on his own smaller FEC filing, but experts point out that it's completely normal for a man's filings to shrivel up in old age. Fox News anchor Megyn Kelly sat down with Trump for a primetime interview this week, confronting the candidate on the harsh and misogynistic language he's used to describe her and other women. Asked about the multiple times he called her a bimbo, Trump initially denied doing so. Then, when confronted with the fact that, yes, he did, he offered this apology. Did I do that? Having officially filled our weekly Trump quota, we now turn to the ongoing Democratic race between Who's-Its and What's-Her-Face, both of whom probably won something this week. Democratic insiders reportedly expressed concern and or optimism about their chances in the fall because of, or maybe in spite of, this week's results. Closer to home, a federal appeals court is once again delaying the release of a list of conspirators involved in the New Jersey Bridgegate scandal. Because if there's one thing anonymous members of the Chris Christie administration is good at doing, it's blocking things. In New York, the MTA unveiled its first Wi-Fi-equipped buses this week, finally enabling riders to experience an internet connection that rivals the speed and efficiency of a crosstown bus. Over in Brooklyn, parks officials introduced a herd of goats to Prospect Park this week, meaning it's only a matter of time before you see someone with a handlebar mustache walking one on Bedford Avenue. And time for a look at tech news. 
Google unveiled a new suite of apps and a voice-controlled home appliance that all use its new interactive Assistant this week. And the Assistant can understand complex inquiries based on context clues like locations, images, and even the user's own personality. The software is powered by sophisticated machine learning technology, a kind of artificial intelligence, which means it's only a matter of time before your phone forwards those dick pics to your mother as revenge for the years of suffering and indecent exposure you've subjected it to. Snapchat is reportedly getting ready to add an algorithm to its popular Discover feature, where brands can share snippets of content, becoming the latest in a string of apps and services to begin filtering content through an algorithm. In a related story, your boyfriend has announced plans to begin filtering all of your statements through an algorithm designed to consistently miss the point of what you're trying to say. What well, was a big week for entertainment news, starting with the revelation that the Tetris movie is a go. The joint Chinese-American production is set to begin shooting in the first part of 2017 and is described as an ensemble sci-fi thriller trilogy. Because nothing evokes the addictive excitement of Tetris like the phrase Chinese-backed ensemble sci-fi thriller trilogy. Taking a look at TV... The major networks wrapped up their annual Upfront presentations this week, and industry insiders praised NBC for their daring new line of Chicago Fire spin-offs, such as Chicago Church, Chicago Grocer, and Chicago Pilates Studio. Meanwhile, juggernaut CBS announced a brand new lineup of shows your mother is sure to tell you all about this Thanksgiving. And ABC executives attempted to placate angry advertisers by feeding them the roasted flesh of Miss Piggy. Now we have time for a quick look at the weather, except why would you go outside when all these terrible things could happen to you if you do? It's warm and sort of sunny in your well-lit bedroom, so just stay there and never leave. I'm Chris Barlow, and that is everything that happened this week that at least I can remember, but I've had a few. If you run into something that you think happened, keep it to yourself. And then tune in again next week for more here on WYOY.